Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we are covering the WWE Royal Rumble 2023, and man, a lot of shit happened in tonight's episode. Uh, I'm not sure where, you know what, I do know where to start. I'm going to start with probably the most shocking thing of the Royal Rumble and it's not, it wasn't even the Royal Rumble match. To be honest, everything about this show was probably handled very predictably because, you know, they had already kind of like, you know, people were already leaking the, the what was going to happen uh, at the Royal Rumble online and things like that. So before I, I, before I do all that, I want to, you know, talk about the shocking thing. And that was the uh, ending to the... To the main event, which was uh, Roman Reigns defending the Universal Undisputed Championship against Kevin Owens. Um, this was a great match. I was expecting nothing less. Uh, what I was not expecting was how the match ended. And so I got to say, I, I was really not expecting that type of ending. I was expecting, you know, somewhat of a slobber knocker, somewhat, somewhat of a of a good old fashioned kind of beat down, and everything like that. And I think the match really did deliver. What I did not expect was how it was the the melee after the fact. Um, I wasn't sure whether or not how this storyline was going to end. I knew eventually the storyline between Sami Zayn and the Bloodline was eventually going to end, but I didn't know how they were going to do it. To me, what I would have done is that I, since the Usos were not on the Rumble that night, tonight the Usos weren't on the Rumble, so they weren't going to defend the titles. I would have had all four of them, the Usos, Solo, and Sami, go into the Royal Rumble. You know, you could you could get away with it too. There are some guys that didn't even need to be in the Royal Rumble. Like, shit, I would have took out either the Alpha Academy because they weren't going to do nothing. Um, uh, probably would have took out a couple of other people too. Probably the Alpha Academy and probably the Street Profits. You know, there's nothing more that they could do, or unless you're going to have like a tag team matchup in the in the thing. And everything like that. But I would have had them four go into the into the Rumble match. Have them dominate. And then slowly you'll see guys kind of get eliminated. Slowly but surely you'll see them get eliminated. And then have Sammy win the Rumble. And then Roman Reigns defeats Kevin Owens. And then, you know, you're set up. Now that's where the real test is going to be. Are you man enough to take that championship? Or, you know, that, that that's, that's what I thought they were going to do. Because Roman thinks that, oh, Sammy won the Rumble, then, you know, it would have been, you're just going to lie down for me. Sammy's like, no, I've been waiting my whole life to become the world champion. I'm going to do this and everything like that. All due respect, Tribal Chief, if I have to go through you to achieve what I want, then, and then you build the story from there. So what happened tonight, after Roman Reigns beat Kevin Owens in a pretty spectacular match, I must say, um, it was probably the best match of the night, which I was expecting it was. So at the end of the match, they Reigns beats him down, and then Reigns proceeds to kind of 
finishing. You like keep on beating him down and everything like that. I was expecting something like that. I was expecting him to kind of go off on Kevin Owens after he's already beaten him. And then it got a little uncomfortable when Paul Heyman brings out the handcuffs and, you know, kind of ties them up and this is what they're going to do. Then the Usos and Solo came out. And, you know, you can see the look on Sammy's face that this is very uncomfortable for him because this is not why he joined the bloodline and everything like that. So for Sami Zayn then to take the chair and hit Roman Reigns with it, I popped. I was like, holy shit. But then for Jimmy Uso to then turn on him, you know, for him to get the super kick and then for Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa to then start pounding on Sami Zayn and then Jey Uso just kind of backs into the corner, steps out of the ring and walks off with this look of disgust on his face like, man, we just went, he knew not to trust Sami Zayn in the beginning. Sami Zayn proved himself, but then for Sami Zayn to then turn on them the way he did, you know, it puts Jay in this tough spot, and for him to walk out, I was like, damn, that's a statement right there, too, that, you know, Jay, that was Jay's boy, that was his dog, you know what I'm saying, and everything like that, and then for Roman Solo and Jimmy Uso to finish off Sami Zayn, that was kind of hard to watch, they ripped them, they ripped his shirt off, and, you know, that the last shot of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens left in the middle of the ring, pretty much, you know, battered and everything like that. And then Roman Reigns, there's a great shot of Roman Reigns kind of just staring back like, all right, you made me do this. And now I am definitely excited to see where they go from here. You know, are we going to see the bloodline at Elimination Chamber or, or is this all going to come to a head at WrestleMania? I don't know how it's going to happen because... Cody Rhodes returned uh, at the Royal Rumble as predicted. Well, not necessarily as predicted. He had announced he was going to come back for the Royal Rumble. So that was kind of a given. And then because the WWE leaked, and I use quotations when I do that, they leaked the results of the Royal Rumble online. Cody Rhodes was going to win it, and then Rhea Ripley was going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. And sure enough, that's what happened. Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble. Uh, he enters at number 30, and he kind of does uh, this crazy thing. There weren't really surprise entrants in the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, yes, you had appearances from Brock Lesnar, uh, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. The only I think the only return that I thought was interesting was Edge. Edge came back, eliminated the Judgment Day, still kind of going with that. I don't know why. I was more interested in seeing the Bloodline Judgment Day feud, which I thought would have been badass, you know, and everything like that. To have the Usos and Solo take on, you know, Dominic, um, Dominic Finn and Damian. That would have been pretty cool to see and uh, everything like that. And then um, another interesting thing that Rey Mysterio was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, but he never comes out. Then I think he was 18 and then... Dominic Mysterio was 19, but Dominic comes out with Ray's mask, and it's like, oh, no wonder, you know, Ray didn't come to the Rumble because he wouldn't, you know, he had his mask on and everything like that. And then there was, a, and then Logan Paul was 29, which I thought was hilarious. And I was like, this guy here, man. But I'm not going to lie, Logan Paul had some amazing parts in the Rumble, but the fucking bump he takes with Ricochet, that. 
That stole the entire match. Him and Ricochet do a diving crossbody from opposite sides of the ring. And it's a great shot, too, when you see it. They, 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 they hop up on the top rope, launch out at each other. They both hit each other. That was a great shot. They played that shit over and over again. That was really cool. It shows you what a fucking stud Ricochet is and how undervalued he is in the WWE. But it also shows you what a great athlete Logan Paul is, you know, Logan Paul eliminates Seth Rollins at the end, and you know they leave it, they leave it, they leave it there for open for interpretation that there might be something along the way. You know, there's always those stare downs in WWE and the Royal Rumble, especially where, you know, you could see some box office hits. You know, we were expecting something like that between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, but a lot of people popped when you know Gunther and Brock Lesnar faced off, which I would have sold for that too. That'd have been crazy to see and everything like that. But I think going into WrestleMania, I think we're going to have a match between Lesnar and Lashley, which is pretty cool. You know, they had it at Crown Jewel, which I don't understand why they did that. But, you know, we'll probably have them at WrestleMania. If not, I would love to see Gunther and Lesnar at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. That'd be kind of cool to see. Um... I mentioned Edge had come back. Beth Phoenix had also come back. But that was another thing that bothered me. So Beth Phoenix comes back. in. So Edge is fighting the Judgment Day after he eliminates them on the outside. But he only eliminates Damian Priest and um, and uh, Finn Balor. Which I thought was interesting that they left Dom in there. So I was like, okay, cool. Dom went on. And I thought Rey Mysterio was going to come out and finish off Dom and... You know, a lot of people are saying the rumor was it's going to be Dom versus Ray at, at WrestleMania, but it didn't look like that was going to happen. And then, so Edge is fighting off the Judgment Day, and then Rhea Ripley comes out, of course, like nobody's going to hit her, which I don't understand why nobody's going to hit her. You know, if I, when, the, when she jumped in front of Jimmy, uh, no, she jumped in front of Jay, so I still would have super kicked her. You know, but then Rhea Ripley comes out, gets in the way of Edge, but then Beth Phoenix comes out. So Beth Phoenix comes out, spears Rhea Ripley. And I was like, that's cool. But what pissed me off was that Beth Phoenix was not in the was not in the women's Royal Rumble. So I was like, that that lessens the, the impact of that. That don't make sense now. Because because Rhea won the Royal Rumble, there's no reason for her to be involved with any other person unless it's something to do with whatever champion she's gonna go against. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that she picks Bianca Belair because I think Charlotte Flair should face somebody else. Honestly, I thought I think it should be Liv Morgan. Uh, Liv Morgan should have a, a a WrestleMania match against Charlotte Flair. A proper rivalry should be like that. Now, the Women's Royal Rumble didn't really have a whole lot of surprise entrance. Like in the beginning, there's always been um, there's always been moments because there weren't that the the rosters for the women's division wasn't necessarily stacked as it is, as it is now. There's always the legends that come back, like Trish Stratus, Lita, Molly Holly, and all them, and everything like that. Mickey James was one, and everything like that. And there wasn't necessarily a return in the Royal Rumble, except for the number 30 spot. Now, so number 30 in the women's Royal Rumble was Nia Jax, and they fucking butchered her return. She comes out, but they forgot to do the 10, nine, you know how they do the, in the Royal Rumble, the, if you're watching it on TV, they do the countdown, 10, 9, 8, you know, whatever, and then you, you come out. Well, 
Nia Jax music hits at the 92nd mark. You're like, wait a minute, are they not doing a number 30 spot? Then instead of the countdown, then Nia Jax comes out and it's a it's not necessarily a big pop. She comes out and um honestly she looked pretty good and everything like that. And she comes out and it looks like she's about to, you know, all these women are gonna eliminate her. And I was like, damn, that's kind of insulting if you think about it and everything like that. But yeah, they really butchered her comeback. Like they didn't give her a countdown. And then as she's walking down the aisle, then the countdown starts. And I was like, wow, okay, cool, whatever. That was kind of whack. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, damn, that's that's really unfortunate. And then <laughs> Michelle McCool enters the Royal Rumble, but she's seen at ringside. And I said, man, she better not be in the Royal Rumble. You know, she's going to jump over the thing and get in there. And, of course, that's what she does and things like that. But I wasn't surprised that Rhea Ripley won because they really need somebody else for Bianca Belair to fight. I feel like she's fought the same three people since WrestleMania. I've been feeling as if she's been fighting the same three people since WrestleMania. She won the title at WrestleMania against against Becky Lynch. That's fine. The rivalry between her and Becky Lynch continued for a while until Becky got hurt. Then she feuded with Bailey. That rivalry didn't wasn't getting the traction it should have gotten because they weren't booking her correctly. Then they started booking her against um, uh, Alexa Bliss, and we'll we'll go into that. And then we'll go into that. We're going to segue that into a minute. But I said, yeah, this ain't really going to work. And because she's on Raw, I think. Rhea Ripley should challenge Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship going into WrestleMania. That's the only thing that makes sense because, like I said earlier, I think Charlotte Flair should continue her rivalry with Liv Morgan because they never really got the right one. Like I said, it's been a while since we've had a wrestling pay-per-view because the last one we had was Survivor Series, and we haven't had a pay-per-view since, and we're already in January. So... The biggest thing that upset me is that Liv Morgan won Money in the Bank, won the Women's Championship that night, and she was booked horribly against Ronda Rousey, which I don't understand why they did that to her. I would have had her beat Ronda Rousey clean. I've said this before. I would have had her beat Ronda Rousey clean and then have her feud with somebody else. I don't understand why they keep doing that to that girl. She's not done anything wrong. She's a phenomenal talent. She gets over on her own. So I would have had her go up against somebody like a Charlotte Flair, somebody who could really get over. Now, Charlotte Flair, because it's been a while. Now, let's backtrack a little bit. At Sur- Survivor Series was the last episode that I had for a WWE event. And since then, a lot has changed. Charlotte Flair did return, and her first night back, she won the Women's Championship from Ronda Rousey. I fucking pop for that because I'm tired of seeing Ronda Rousey with a title and not go up against anybody credible, which, you know, it pisses me off that they do that. Um, one thing I was very disappointed with was that Naomi did not return. Uh, at this point in time, Sasha Banks is not returning to WWE. She is actually signed to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, so we're probably not going to see her. She might appear on AEW because a lot of people are appearing on AEW now. Um but unfortunately, uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're not going to see Sasha Banks for a while. Uh, there's no word yet, no update on Naomi. I was very disappointed that she was not in this Royal Rumble match. Uh, you know, that, that really upset. That was really upsetting. 
uh, to say the least. But um, Cody Rose returned, won the won the the men's Royal Rumble, uh, which was already spoiled. So was Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumble, which was already spoiled. So there's neither here nor there. But the Raw Women's Championship, we had uh, Bianca Belair going up against Alexa Bliss, which uh, this was probably the worst match of the night, in my opinion. It, it it really was. It you know you 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 expecting something great and you don't and the it's like the WWE didn't want to deliver on that. You know, a bunch of spots were missing. Uh, they didn't really incorporate. You know, the whole. Um, they didn't really do the whole, you know, is she possessed or is she not possessed kind of thing, which is very upsetting because I don't know what the hell they're going to do. And if Alexa Bliss is on SmackDown and Bray Wyatt is on Raw, I don't understand how this is going to work. But we'll see what happens. This match was very, very, uh, very, very just, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a top match that I would consider. And everything like that. And then there wasn't a SmackDown Women's Championship match, which really pissed me off even more because it should have been Charlotte Flair against somebody, you know. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was very disappointed with the match between uh, Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss. It should have been it should have been better than what it actually was, and it should have had a little bit. If we're gonna keep going, is is this possession or is it not possession? You know, then it's gotta we got we need a prevalent direction on which way we're going because at this point it doesn't make any sense. Um, the other match that they had was, uh, the, the Mountain Dew pitch black match, which between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, I knew they were building Bray Wyatt up for something. Why he was not in the Royal Rumble is beyond me, but you know, I would have had, you know, that would have been nice to see Bray Wyatt win the Royal Rumble, which would have been cool to see, but I don't know him. I'm thinking, what does this match mean? A Mountain Dew pitch black match. What the fuck does that mean? And it's basically a glorified street fight. However, Bray Wyatt gets in the ring and LA Knight's in the ring and then the lights go off and then this neon color comes off. Black light turns on and now we have the match and everything is glowing in the dark. And I was like, really? Is this the type of match we're going to have? I was like, all right, cool. And the match ended so quickly. They had one high spot in which LA Knight puts Bray Wyatt through the announce table and then they go back in the ring and he starts beating him with a kendo stick and then he comes running at Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt catches him with the sister Abigail one, two, three. And I was like, damn, that was quick. That was it. I was like, wow, that was kind of an underwhelming match to say the least. Now the bit at the end when Bray Wyatt's uncle comes out and drops the elbow from above, sending LA Knight through that staging area and then it catches on fire that was interesting. That was kind of cool. It would have been better if it was part of the match and not after the match was already over. You know, it, it, it was it was fine for what it was, but, you know, it overall, it was really, really not all that interesting. You know, it, it made me want to go try the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. I will say that. I, I don't know if that's any good. Uh, maybe I'll do a review for that sometime later. But, yeah, man, overall, this was a so-so Royal Rumble. because I think because it was already spoiled. You know what I mean? It was very predictable on who was going to win every single match. I kind of knew Roman Reigns was going to win. But what I was not expecting was the whole melee with Sami Zayn. That really threw me off. I, I, I like that. I'm excited to see where they go from here. I don't know how they're going to incorporate it now. Because, you know, I would have had... It, 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 at this point in time, 
I think it should have been Sammy to be the one to end Roman Reigns' run. If they're going to end it, you know, and then go to WrestleMania and have the match with Cody Rhodes. That's different because Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble, so he's got he'll he'll face the champ at uh at WrestleMania and things like that. But that was that really caught me off guard. Uh but like I said, Rhodes and Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumbles was kind of already spoiled because I've seen the thing on Facebook how it was all leaked and whatever and things like that. So that kind of took a whole lot out of it. I was kind of hoping for something different, but it didn't. Uh, you know, subpar match between uh, Bianca and Alexa. I think that match should have been a whole lot better than what it was, but whatever. The Midnight Pitch Black match was entertaining to say the least, but it should have been a lot longer and much more brutal than what it was. I know they're trying to get LA Knight over. I don't think he should be going up against Bray Wyatt. That should have been... That should not have been Bray Wyatt's first opponent. If you want to use him to build somebody up, that's fine. But it should have been LA Knight. Um, overall, this was an okay Royal Rumble. I, you know, it was other than the Sami Zayn turn at the end. I was not nothing. Nothing about this Royal Rumble surprised me really at all. Um, I'm excited to see where the story with the Bloodline goes. I'm excited to see. Where we go now as we, you know, move into, as we continue on to the road to WrestleMania and everything like that. So we'll see what happens. And hopefully, you know, we'll get some good news. The next pay-per-view is in February called Elimination Chamber. And then, of course, we got the two-day extravaganza for WrestleMania in, it's either March or April. But we'll see what happens. But anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, let me know what you guys thought of the Royal Rumble 2023. Um, and yep, we still got the uh, the offer going with uh, W Energy Drink. If you go to www.w.com, or W.GG on any of your uh, mobile devices, tablets, desktops, laptops, wherever you get your internet from, and check out the energy drink website. You can get a energy drink with a stir cup, with a, the shaker cup and everything like that. They got every type of theme you can think of, from Pokemon to Naruto to Star Wars and everything in between. They got some pretty cool stuff there. I highly recommend it. Pick out your favorite flavors. Uh, I mentioned it last time. My personal favorite flavor is... Um, the Dragonade, and if you do happen to buy something from the website, make sure you use my promo code, uh, Mad Max, for 10% off your first uh, purchase, M-A-D-D-M-A-X-X. That's the promo code to get 10% off your first purchase. Definitely check it out if you're into the energy drinks. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Um, I'm not too sure what else is coming out uh, as far as this week goes. I know... Tomorrow night, we have the NFL Conference Championship. We have the AFC and the NFC going on. Uh, I've already released my review for the movie You People that just came out on Netflix uh, yesterday and everything like that. So be on the, so definitely check those out and be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness. <laughs>